Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here, Big Cass. Big Cass, best thing about going one and zero is go two and zero. Exactly. Um, a win's a win. No matter how ugly and underwhelming it is, um, I, I guess positive note is you know we picked probably the one the one the one the games where we could actually play pretty terrible to play terrible in um, on the offensive side of the ball at least. Yeah, um, I don't think we played terribly. I think the rule changes affected our play calling. What Ryan Day's approach because it looked like we wanted to run go run heavy, but these rule changes kind of affected it. And then, you know, Indiana took it as their advantage as well. But big positive, let's, you know, we'll just start with the good first before we get into the uh, ugly. The defense looks phenomenal. It did. Um, it did. Only allowing three points. It, only allowing three points and then only 153 of total yards of total offense. Under 100 yards rushing, 100 under 100 yards passing, couldn't ask for a better performance out of the defense. And I, I'm here to stick my stance that our back seven, with I think, should start for the rest of the year, should be Igmanosin, Denzel Burke, Sonny Styles, Lathan Ransom, and Malik Harper. That that should be our DBs, hands down. Those were the best DBs on the field. Uh, our Denzel Burke looked like he was when he was a freshman, and Igmanosin was phenomenal. I don't know Burke. I, I liked I liked that Indiana tried to challenge Burke early with that deep ball, but Burke, you know, it, you can tell he was he was more, I guess, refined and not um, as aggressive as last year. I think he he's kind of letting the game come to him now, playing it kind of like how he should be. Um, I was very happy with Burke. Sonny Styles is an absolute monster. One and a half tackles for loss. Uh, and w- this didn't even count for a tackle for loss, but the play where um, Indiana was basically running outside on, I believe it was left side and Styles was on the right and he came all the way across the field to basically stop the quarterback for like a, a one yard gain. I think it was, uh, it, and he had a lot of daylight. Um, Sonny was flying. Know who else really impressed me though, Cass? Was Josh Proctor uh, the first couple drives? He was flying around too. Um, all the D backs, honestly, I thought were really good. And the most impressive thing that like really impressed me about the defense was we did force a turnover. We we had one sack, but you know, two sacks. Uh, I I counted one according to I have Hero Canoe, and then that's it. Um, I'm not sure. What's what 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 website were you looking at? Because I only I only I'm looking at ES, I'm looking at ESPN right now, and well, shoot, that's not the right. Because I only counted one, and I mean, even if it is two sacks, JT. I, okay, hold on. Here, canoe had a sack. Well, yeah, they're only. A, wonder if that one where it was one of those RPOs where they didn't give him a sack because I thought that Caden Curry had a sack, but I think, and, uh, yeah, it looks like they just gave Caden the tackle for loss, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Cause it looking like, yeah, yeah. That's what they did here. Can got the one sack, but I see Michael Hall. I mean, I see Caden Curry with a half of a 
him and Jaden McKenzie have a half of no JTT JTT and Jaden McKenzie have a half a tackle for loss. And I think it was on that one that they're talking about. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a sack, but that was I, that I, must have. I mean, it's it's a it's really impressive, Cass. So we on thirty three yeah. rushing attempts, we held them to seventy one yards. That's two point one five yards a carry. Um, that's, that's phenomenal, phenomenal, um, passing Indiana was nine for 20, um, for 82 yards. So we gave up literally what's 82 plus 71, 153 total yards of offense. That's championship defensive football, in my opinion. I mean, that's going to win games. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful Jim Knowles did great. I really also think the special teams was stood out. Um, Jane Fielding had a really good debut. I'm very, very excited to see what he's going to do. Uh, Jesse Mirko, um, four, four punts, 183 yards total long of 40, uh, long of 56. Um, I thought Emeka Abuka did a good job catching the punts back there. You know, he was catching them and getting about the average about seven and a half on each return. He was getting some, some yards. So we were funny. We were feeling them cleanly and getting, you know, getting some yards, uh, Xavier Johnson had one kickoff return. I thought special teams was pretty good. I, I give that that unit probably a, a B plus. Um, I would say the tight end unit too was a B plus outside of the blocking, but like Stover had almost a hundred yards. G Scott had some big big blocks. Um, top five fullback corner the field steal, which uh, he I think he's right. And I, I'm saying like I know we're joking about that, but he honestly like that package with um, G Scott kind of playing fullback, and then also them using Chip Trainum as a fullback was sick. Um, that that was probably on the yeah. offensive side of the ball the best I, the best thing all day. I think Chip Trainum um, ran, ran harder than any of them. Seven yard average seven yards a carry. That one, 57 yards rushing. Um, I thought Mayan Williams had some explosive runs. I thought Travion Henderson looked pretty good, I thought. Um, I know there was a couple runs that, you know, honestly, and they weren't his fault the tackle that he got tackled for loss because I think our tackles were overwhelmed. Um, I, I think the right side of the line with Josh Fryer and Matt Jones got exposed a lot because number 44, uh Every time he looks right through that, Aaron Casey, he had a monster game, and he knew the weak side of the offense line was the right side of the offense line, and he lined up, and you know there was he he, the Uh, tackles. I got the The tackles need work. I got the sense from watching Aaron Casey though, and and this might be a little dramatic, but I think he I think he could go as high as like a third round pick. Like I think he go maybe even I, higher. I'm right there with you. I think I'm he's right gonna be. <laughs> I think that he's gonna really go off the board in the NFL draft once mm-hmm. once he goes to like the combine and all. I I feel like he's gonna be a, the, a a third round pick minimum. The the thing that I the the thing that you know that helps a lot is the defense the 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 offensive line did not allow sack. They didn't allow any zero pressures. Like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. I it that's the that's the looking forward part. I think you know this. I think Tom Allen threw everything at Kyle McCord, and I thought Kyle McCord handled it well. I, I mean, did too. It's the the one pick I, was he, was not really on him because if you watch that play, Chip Trainum was the the first read, and Chip oh, got blown up on that play. Yeah, like, if, tri- if Chip Trainum does not trip over the defensive back who chipped him, that's a touchdown. 
Yeah, that's, it's that's, uh, yeah. It, it, it's probably then, a t- it's it's at it, least a twenty five yard gain, and and he was wide open, and then McCord McCord. Uh, I mean, I got he should have thrown it away. He probably should have just thrown it away. Or if he waited, yeah. if he came back to chip like a mi- a second or two later, he would have had him. It, but the problem was he. I don't know why he threw across his body there. I it, he's not Pat Mahomes yet, so like don't do that. But I mean. And then obviously the RPO where he chip trained him, led him, and he just made the wrong read. That you know, and then you know Marvin Harrison steps out of bounds. That's in my opinion, he that's twenty one points off the board. Uh, so uh, you look yeah. at it, and you look at the, you look at it. And it's like twenty three to three. We left points off the board. We you know three of those field goals we could have scored. You know, two of those field goals we could have scored touchdowns. One of them. We threw an interception, so technically, you know, we left. What was it, fifteen points off the board? If you want to really, yeah, be, no, no, you're right. That. And you know, he, I think with Kyle McCord, he's going to grow and continue to get better um, because that ball to Marvin Harrison was phenomenal. That ball to Cade Stover was just unbelievable. And it then was. that little flip, and that little flip pass that he threw to, I think it was Mayan Williams or Chip Trainum. That was phenomenal. So it's not like Kyle McCord played terrible. It's just he, yeah, he did had a lot of checkdowns, but he did make when he finally got his feet settled and, and got settled, he made some really spectacular throws. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad performance. Two hundred thirty nine yards, one pick. He made that one really. That was the one mistake, and then obviously the read option. But like another, I'll take I'll, I'll take this positive away. Um, you could definitely tell McCord is a willing runner, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like on that, yeah. I believe it was the first drive he took off. And I was like, damn. Like he was like diving we, forward and stuff. I was like, I love this. Yeah, we, we, uh, we in our whole household that we were watching the game, we said, wow, it's nice to have a quarterback, you know, run and pick up those eight, nine yard first downs. It was yeah. nice. Um, I, See that, that I think a lot of Buckeye fans are just have overreacted into the in this game. It was honestly, if you really look at outside of the scoreboard, it was a dominant win. Um, offense was a little overwhelming, and I think that ha- a lot of has to do with the new rules with the t- with the time clock. And I agree. Um, a lot of it had to go with I think Ryan Day was being a, more conservative than aggressive. I think once Ryan Day gets the feels out, starts being aggressive, I think this offense will finally get going and get to, get it together. Well, what I also think, too, um, I mean, I, I would be a little more concerned, but, like, Michigan didn't cover against their opponent, uh, ECU. Uh, Georgia didn't look that great. So it, 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 it it's – I think a lot of the teams were kind of feeling out this new offensive but, system. And, and the offenses are behind the defenses right now. It's a fact. Yeah. Well – would you call week one an overreaction uh, overreaction Saturday? Yeah, I, I would. I, I would yeah, just because, because yeah, like you, Colorado might be winning the national championship from like the things I'm hearing, <laughs> like after what, after like the what I'm seeing on Twitter. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It is even, overreaction. Even Penn State struggled against West Virginia at first at home. You're talking talking about teams that struggled at home. Ohio State went on the road and played a Big Ten opponent that always plays Ohio State tough um, on the road. 
Like, I mean, you're, you're talking about a Big Ten opening opponent. I mean, Purdue lost to Fresno State. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that, oh, it's overreaction week one. It really is. And, you know, can't be Oregon playing Portland State and putting up 81 points. Hey, Ohio State is currently number one in the Big Ten. Just want to point that out. Uh, well, we're tied with uh, a technically Rutgers now and uh, who is it? Uh, Minnesota, I guess. But Minnesota, yeah. yeah. We're a team to beat in the Big Ten. That's what I'm going yeah. with. Uh, so I did my two-minute drill, and I handed out four Buckeye leads. So we're, let's continue that trend on ours. Um, Dan's going to give two, and I'll give two. Dan, you go first and give out your first Buckeye Leaf. Oh, well, well thank you, Cass. Um, first Buckeye Leaf, you're you're putting me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I am gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Josh Proctor, man. I, I just thought the tone he set early on the defense, I think really helped lay lay the foundation for what they were gonna do that day. I think he was the one that was initially flying around and you know, they were kind of energized to see him doing that. Um so, so I'm going with Josh Proctor for, you know, him setting really the tone um, and just flying to the ball. I loved it. I uh, love to see him healthy. So one, one, I'm giving my first one to Mr. Proctor. Um, I'm going, I'm giving my first one to, um, I, I'm going to be biased on this. I'm giving it to Sonny Styles, uh, <laughs> just because, you know, covering him at Pickerington, you know, for three, three years. And then now being a big time starter, Freshman, uh, had four tackles, three of them, uh, three tackles and one tackle and a one and a half loss. Take huge plays on third down. I that's my that's my first Buckeye leaf. I love it. My second one. I know he didn't have the biggest, uh, you know, yardage day, but Mayan. I Mayan. He's so critical for what we do. Um, it, you know, he really like. I think the key to yesterday was we had some guys who just couldn't finish. I think that was a big theme yesterday. Some guys like they they were playing well, but they just couldn't get in the end zone. Mayan was the guy who was the finisher. He's the finisher of this team. He's a guy you can always rely on. Um, and I'm not going to take that away from him just because you know you know Chip and uh, Travion might have gotten more of the carries in the open field. That doesn't necessarily mean mine didn't serve his purpose. And mine played well in the short yard situations, getting those two touchdowns, which are huge. I mean, those are the only two tutties really of the day. So I'm giving it to Mayan. Um, my third, my, my, my third, my second Buckeye leave, I'm going to give it to Cade Stover. Um, I thought overall he played very, very well. He did have that one holding penalty, mm-hmm. but um, I think catching the ball, helping uh, Kyle settle down and um, you know just being big man football and you know making those catches and boy did he get a burst this off season because he looks a little bit faster he looks he does he does yeah he did um, so, yeah are we, are we giving out through. four total or four each I just give out four total oh, okay because I, I mean yeah. honorable mention Julian Fleming. Uh, I thought he was, you know, our most reliable receiver yesterday. Um, almost had a touchdown too, but the defender like 
basically yeah. swatted out at the last second. I wish he held on to that, but I, I thought Fleming had a really good day. Chip, I would have given him one if he didn't, if he if he wasn't the reason for that pick. Yeah. Uh, G Scott, I thought is absolutely yeah. deserving um, from the one third down uh, catch and then his his blocking. Um, uh, just just recognizing the other guy. Oh, Jaden Fielding too. Um, just just throwing out some names. Caden Curry, mm-hmm. Michael Hall Jr. So, um, but the MVP of the day has to go to YouTube TV for the uh, four game <laughs> setup. Um, it was nice for those early games. You know, got to watch Oklahoma trounce Arkansas State. Got watched you know the Colorado Colorado versus TCU game. Tennessee that was Virginia. So much fun. Uh, SMU uh, Louisiana Tech. Um, so I wish you could choose your own fork because we were trying to do Iowa and Utah State with with um, you know with Purdue and Fresno. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do an all, all Big Ten one, but it wouldn't allow it. Well, we, we wanted to do Colorado, but it, for some reason it wouldn't allow it. I wanted two Big Ten games up, but it, for some reason it didn't allow it. But um, yeah, but I will sit here and say that I'm wrong about the Nevada pick. USC did cover their spread. Um, <laughs> you actually won on picks this week, though, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you, you, the difference, really difference was the the Colorado game. Um, I'm going through our picks. We both had Miami minus 17. That hit. I had you. We both had Utah State plus 23 and a half. That hit. Washington minus 14. We both had that hit. I had USC covering. You had Nevada covering. USC covered. So I'm at four. Yeah. You're at three. But then you had Colorado covering, which they just won. I had TCU covering 20 and a half. So we're tied um, there. And then we both had Penn State uh, covering, which they didn't. They, they didn't cover, did they? Uh, it was 20. And I believe they I believe it did. It was 20 and a half. They, I believe they won the what? 38 to 15. I believe they covered. I'm double checking. I'm checking they, tonight. They won 38-15, so they just barely could. Barely, but they it wins a win. Um, but yep. what what won you this week, man? You had South Carol. You had North Carolina on the graphic. It should have been minus two and a half, but it's plus. We um, I had South yeah. Carolina plus two and a half, but it do- doesn't even matter. Uh, North Carolina won by a hefty margin. So Cass, you won this week, my man. Um, by yep. one game, very nice, but good first week for us. I mean, yeah. I was wrong on two, and you were wrong on one. It looks like, yeah, yeah. How did yeah. your delusional now? How did the delusional Dan picks go? Could uh, Toledo won, Toledo, Toledo lost by two. two. It was that was so close. Um, and then the Duke game, we're gonna find out tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll oh, for one. But it was a close 0 for 1 on the delusional picks. Very close. Very, very yeah. close. Like, you could have live bet that and pulled your money out, and you would have profited. Um, or if you took the spread, that was easy. Um, so I'm feeling, you know, didn't win, but it feels like a win because, it, you know, Toledo yeah. could have won that. So, yeah, tonight, big one. Obviously, this you'll be listening to this mm-hmm. on Monday, on Labor Day. But tonight's the big one. Um I have I, – I mean, I have – so my Heisman pick was Jaden Daniels at the beginning of the year. I don't mm-hmm. think we – actually, I don't think we broadcasted our Heisman picks, but that's okay. But I had I have Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman, but I have Florida State winning this game tonight. 
Um, okay. So, um, but as of right now, if he, if he continues to play both sides of the ball and be very, very effective on both sides of the ball, there's no way Travis Hunter is not going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Dude, honestly, and, like, after – so I'm not trying to get, like, dramatic about Colorado, but they were much better than expected. Whatever jerk said, oh, they, they don't have the athletes. They just li- – th- th- those media members lied to us because all their yeah. skill guys are monsters, dude. Like, all their skill guys are bigger and faster than other teams' skill guys. Now, up front, you know, you might not have the guys up front, but it doesn't even matter because the style Colorado's playing is they're getting the ball out so quick it doesn't even matter. And then if if they're gonna if you're gonna spread out everyone and like cover those skill guys, then they just stack. Then they run the ball because the box is empty. Like they have it figured out how. Like that game plan was beautiful by Dion, and they have it figured out. And it's they have the length. They like I don't know. Colorado definitely is going to be a problem, and they, I think, might have arrived sooner than expected because um, I also thought TCU wasn't bad yesterday. I really thought they played no. solid. Um, I just think Colorado I, is electric. I do think that they're, they're not going to – I think they're going to make a bowl game, and mm-hmm. I think they might flirt in the Pac-12, but I don't think they're going to win it. Um, I mean, I can I see think, eight and four now. Yeah. I think that – if Travis Hunter continues to play like he did yesterday, forget Caleb Williams. That kid is the best player in the in the country, and Travis Hunter is going to host the bronze tr- trophy. That's just my opinion, and that's the way it should be because I think year all year he's going to outplay. I mean, Caleb Williams is, gonna, is Caleb Williams, but I also think they don't want another two-time Heisman. I really don't think so. I mean, it, you know, this does feel like a September Heisman type of thing, though. It it yeah. I, it, it yeah. can it does kind of feel like that, though. And I'm not. Yeah. I mean, overall, eleven catches, 119 yards. He should have had a touchdown. He had a pick. He played great. How much of that is going to be sustainable, though? Especially like and injuries how is and conditioning going to be. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, this feels might be like it's a September thing, but I like I like your take, bro. I I got. I mean, Joe Milton played great yesterday. Um. Not taking that. Like Joe Milton played insane yesterday. You've been on the Joe. You've been on the Joe. You've been on the Joe Milton Heisman train since he transferred to Tennessee. So, but like you're he, about the only one. He's but, putting it together, um, and he should have had a. Though, he should have had a bomb of a touchdown that the receiver straight up just dropped. Like he's yeah. missing. He's missing so, another touchdown, like 80 yards on his stat line, and it, it, and the throw itself was so impressive, mm-hmm. and, and like it, it didn't even count. Um, yep. Jalen Milrow too, I thought for Bama, uh, he's kind of electric, like kind of remind me a little bit of like a, it kind of remind me of Alabama's Braxton Miller a little bit, like a, a and Drew like Aller that. looked pretty good. Drew Aller looked great. Absolutely. Um, he's definitely in the fray, I think. And we're going to see two phenomenal quarterbacks tonight, Jaden Daniels and Jordan Travis, which, which by the way, FSU, um, don't sleep on their receiving core. Like obviously yeah. Keon Coleman, but they have one of the receivers is like six, seven, like they outside of Ohio state, they might have probably one of the probably the second best receiving core in the country. I yeah. think it's better. I do think it's better than Washington. I do. I think Ohio, I think the Ohio state football Twitter page or social media reads our minds because offensive player of the game just was announced was Cade Stover for, for the Ohio state 
Twitter page or X page, whatever. And um, that's, <laughs> I mean, he had the best game. So. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Notre so. Dame, Notre Dame, 56 to three. I know it's Tennessee State, but hey, they're two and oh, and they've given up a combined think, six points still, in two games. I still think in two weeks when they play, uh, NC State. State's going to be, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, Get, can't wait to break to find some Youngstown State tape, break them down, and uh, get ready for our preview show. I kind of like I'm gonna kind of like these two episodes a week. I me too. Yeah. So for those who ha- who aren't aware, uh, this is our recap episode. We're just about done with it, but recap episode. We just kind of go over our thoughts on the game, our game picks, talk about all the slate of games and all that that's happened. Um, next episode coming out th- sometime this week, that's going to be preview Youngstown state. I will say Cass, I did, uh, did buy the Youngstown state ticket. So I'm going to home opener. I'm psyched to be, I'll back be there the too, man. Yeah. Uh, noon, bright and early. We'll, we'll, I'll run it. We'll, we'll do something at the stadium for sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It's just, Oh, oh and I, I know wait. both of our wives will be excited to see each other. So it'd mm-hmm. be, be a, be a fun time. It's going to be a blast. Um, but yeah, it's really all I got today, Cass. Anything else or all I got? Enjoy the rest of the weekend for games. Enjoy your Labor Day. And uh, we'll talk again Wednesday night, my friend. We'll see you Wednesday. Uh, Youngstown State preview one and oh. And you know what? On the but go, guys. One and oh, and on the go. Exactly. It's going to keep getting better and better. So, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. And go, Bucks.